This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. It's wedding season. Yes, it is. What's going on, baby? Alex and I just got invited to a beautiful venue for the wedding of a childhood buddy of mine. Lovely. Can't wait to hear about it. We got babysitters. We're all set to go. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, host, you make money while you sleep and while someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her. It's Protector. Yeah, it's like that. It's, it's like a that. thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared to protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Wednesday, Ceviche Wednesday, January. 31st. And today's pod, it is the best one yet. Jack, it is a T-boy, man. Nick and I are serving up the top three pop business news stories you need to know today. I'm sorry. I'm co-hosting with the <laughs> professor over here, aren't I, Jack? I had the privilege and the honor to speak to Middlebury College's mid-core class yesterday. Whole bunch of go-getters. I'm raising my hand. Jack, did you visit our dorm room? The dorm room where we met? I did. I visited our favorite dining halls, our favorite libraries, all the good stuff. Hadley Room 203 never gets old. Classic institution. I knocked on the door and ran away. Did you get, at least tell me you got a Purple's Pleasure sandwich. I got two of them. You can't go wrong. Best deli in central Vermont. Jack, so happy you got to speak to the students. Yetis, we've got a fantastic show for you. Jack, three stories. What do we get? For our first story, Dry January ends today. But the winner of Dry January is cannabis. Because Dry January is really January. For our second story, Microsoft and Alphabet just announced record annual profits. But they're also announcing more layoffs. Because a dollar earned is harder than a dollar saved. And our third and final story is Smartless. Smartless, the comedy podcast, just signed a $100 million deal with Sirius XM Radio. Because content is king, but distribution is the duke. Or the Duchess. Probably the Duchess. <laughs> Let's go with Duchess, Jack. But Yetis, before we hit that wonderful mix of stories. Fantastic mix of stories for today's show. Love the mix. Nick and I want to tell you the number one most streamed TV show in any year in history. It wasn't Ted Lasso, it wasn't Love is Blind, and it wasn't anything produced by Kendall Roy. It was Suits. Suits. Suits was the most streamed thing in 2023. 
which was the most streamed show in any single year ever. We're talking Suits, Suits, the cable TV legal drama. Suits, we covered it earlier in the year. The decade-old low-budget lawyer show that's having a renaissance. Suits, the show that turned actress Meghan Markle into Princess Meghan Markle. According to Nielsen data, Suits was streamed for 57.7 billion minutes last year. That's 57.7 billion minutes of Harvey Specter approaching the bench. That's almost 60 billion minutes of Lewis Litt's litisms. But Jack, could you sprinkle on some context for us over there? Suits is record-setting 2023, beats 2022's winner, Stranger Things. And Suits beat The Office, which won a couple years before. Suits even beat out Coco Melon and Bluey. The two kids shows just running on repeat for little Riley over in the playroom. Add it all up and Suits' 2023 season was the best in streaming history. Objection, Your Honor. Overruled. But Jack, (laughs) the key reason for this Suits surge, what is it, man? It was actually the Hollywood writer strike. Because Netflix couldn't make new content last year, so instead they whipped up the old stuff. And Suits was more prepared than a third year law student with the LSATs. And the defense rests. One quick detail we should point out before we hit the rest of the show. Why is Suits called Suits? It's not because they're wearing suits. It's because of the lawsuits. It's the lawsuits. Lawyer up, baby. May I approach the bench, Your Honor? You can approach our three stories, Jack. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea that caused a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, the big winner of dry January, it's the marijuana industry. People not drinking alcohol have been turning to cannabis. That's why we're calling it January. Jack, you know I appreciate a good Negroni. I like, you know, I prefer it with mezcal. I know that about you. <laughs> I'm glad you do. Well, last week, <laughs> Molly and I, we went for a drink in the marina. We went to this place, great mezcal Negronis. And you know what? You typically need a reservation. But you didn't this past weekend, did you? No, we didn't, Jack. And you know why? Why? The bartender said it was empty because of dry January. According to the data, this dry January was the driest ever in America by far. Yeti's Google searches for dry January doubled this year from last year to an all-time high. More and more people are sober curious to kick off the year. Get these numbers. Half of Americans 18 to 25 said they're doing dry January right now, and it shows in the revenue numbers. The first week of January this year, alcohol sales fell by 55% from the week before. 55%. That's got to be the biggest drop for alcohol since Prohibition, Jack. It's the biggest week-over-week drop since they've been keeping track. Yeah, this was what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. That impact of dry January was wild, but this was the shocker. Dry January is boosting cannabis sales. Yetis, Jack and I jumped in T-Boy style to the numbers. And the month of January, it should be called Canuary. Because Americans have been pulling the old switcheroo. For the last 10 years, Americans 18 to 25 have replaced their alcohol consumption with cannabis consumption. According to government data, only 50% of young people drank alcohol in the past month. That's an all-time low for people 18 to 25. According to the same survey, nearly one-third of young people have used weed in the last month. That's an all-time high for people 18 to 25. And Jack, what is the wildest part about this whole wacky wild situation, man? The increase in weed consumption from young people 
is about the same size as the decrease in alcohol consumption. Sit down, stand up, and just and sit down because you're moving around too much. The room is moving around. Again, it's the old switcheroo. Detox and drinkers are trading whiskey for weed. Beer for blunts. They're trading Pinot for pot. Does that work, Jack? Yeah. How about marijuana for Milwaukee? <laughs> I think we're getting excessive here, but yeah, that works too. Let's roll with it, Jack. Yeti's recreational cannabis is legal in 24 states now, but January is the top growth month year after year after year. Which is why we expect cannabis companies to go full on marketing next year for Cannabis January. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over in the cannabis industry? People don't pause habits. They pivot them. It's kind of like the first law of physics, Yetis. Like a habit, it can't be created or destroyed. A habit, like energy, can only be transferred. There's an interesting human behavior about habits that is relevant for business. And here's the secret, Yetis. Um, we don't stop consumption, we just shift it. For example, coffee drinkers trying to kick caffeine might do it by switching to herbal tea. And dieters successfully avoid cake by switching to cantaloupe. This helps explain why dry January's alcohol drop is resulting in January's cannabis pop. They're switching out one vice for another. People don't pause habits, they pivot them. It's like the first law of physics. A habit cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. For our second story, we are in the middle of big tech's big earnings week. Huge earnings week. If tech stocks like Google and Microsoft are at all-time highs, why are they also laying people off? That's the big question this week. And Nick and I are going to explain. But Jack, first, let's whip out the whiteboard over here. Microsoft and Google are now worth how much money exactly? They're worth a combined $5 trillion, according to their market caps. Combined. Jack, can you sprinkle on some geographical context for us over that? That is more value in these two companies than the entire stock market of France. That's impressive. Can you give us another geographical example, please? These two big tech companies are worth more than double as much as all of Germany's publicly traded companies. You're like Carmen Sandiego with these numbers. Can you translate that into lifts for us over there? Uh, that's about a thousand lifts. Google and Microsoft are worth a thousand lifts. And they just kicked off a big week of tech earnings. The theme of that week appears to be records. Because Alphabet and Microsoft achieved record revenue in the fourth quarter. Google announced record profits too, and Microsoft was just shy of a record profit. That's why both are enjoying record high stock prices. Again, valuing them at $5 trillion. Which, as a reminder, is a thousand lifts. But a funny thing Nick and I had to notice about these big tech earnings reports. When you look at the numbers at Google and Microsoft, the profits are growing twice as fast as the revenues. That's right. Google's fourth quarter profits rose by 51%. But revenues only rose by 13%. Similar thing at Microsoft. Profits jumped by 33%, but revenue was just up 18%. And that's a surprise because big tech has always been known for their rocket ship growth. Big tech, it's about move fast, break things, rocket ship emoji, drop it in the slack. Oh, wait, it already is in the slack because that's how fast they move. But this last quarter wasn't about rocket ship growth. What's driving the record stock price is something else. It's cost cutting and it's layoffs. And it's our takeaway. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over in big tech? A dollar saved is easier than a dollar earned. Yetis, check the calendars on this. One year ago, Mark Zuckerberg announced at the beginning of 2023 that it would be the year of efficiency. The translation, we covered it on this pod. 
it would be the year of layoffs. And that year of layoffs for tech companies has continued into 2024. For example, just last week, Microsoft announced 1,900 layoffs in just its gaming division. And also last week, Alphabet laid off 1,000 workers on top of the 12,000 workers they laid off last year. And each painfully laid off worker, it saves about $150,000 in salary and benefits for these companies. Now, the companies are justifying these layoffs as recalibrations as they enter the artificial intelligence era. But Bestie, Zuck's year of efficiency, it was actually pretty critical for big tech because it gave the whole industry cover to cut jobs. And those layoffs have turned each of the big tech companies into even leaner, even meaner profit machines. And that has turned each of those big tech companies into record high stock prices. This earnings season, we're all realizing that saving a dollar is easier than earning a dollar. Dollar saved is easier than a dollar earned. Canva. Yeah, it is. In sports, as in business, if you look good, you feel good, and you'll play good. That's why we love Canva. It's simply the best online graphic design software we've ever used. Neither one of us are designers, and yet both of us have created beautiful designs for our business using Canva. We designed our merch on Canva. We designed our social posts on Canva. We designed the signs for our T-Boy Live show on Canva. True story. Oh, and Canva isn't just for startups or entrepreneurs either, because 90% of Fortune 500 companies now use Canva. But it definitely is for startups like us, the T-Boy Podcast Media Company. Our creative director literally said... She cannot live without Canva. And we believe her. It'll make your business look good, which will make you feel good, and you'll perform better. So Yeti, start designing today at canva.com. Canva, designed for work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yeti, how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottled it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yeti, bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. For our third and final story, Smartless just signed the second biggest deal in podcasting history, $100 million with Sirius XM Radio. Smartless is switching teams from podcasting to radio. Four years ago, during the pandemic, three guys did what a lot of guys did. They started a podcast. Hey, our convos are pretty funny. Let's turn it into a show. Why not? Now, for most of those podcasters, the podcast didn't work out. But if you're three hilarious actors like Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes, oh, it works, baby. It works. These three guys are the funniest trio in media. Yeah, they're like the Jonas Brothers of podcasting, Jack. Their interview with Peyton Manning was really quite hilarious. I was going to say that was amazing. The Ryan Reynolds one, that may be my favorite Smartless episode. Their weekly interview show, Smartless, it's become so big that they snagged not one, but two of the biggest deals in podcasting history. In 2021, Smartless signed a 60 to $80 million deal with Wondery, which is the production company owned by Amazon. But now here's the news. Smartless is switching teams 
and kind of switching mediums too. Smartless is going from a podcast network to Sirius XM's radio and podcast network. It's reportedly a three-year deal and Sirius XM confirmed yesterday it's for $100 million. I guess, Jack, there is money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. A funny thing yet is uh, Jack and I are uniquely prepared to cover this story because we've signed podcast deals like these. Full disclosure, we signed a deal with Wondery in the fall, the company that Smartless is leaving now. Jack and I have been following these podcast trends and we can tell you what they typically look like. They typically look like something called minimum guarantees. SiriusXM isn't buying the Smartless podcast. They're buying the rights to distribute the podcast and sell ads on the podcast. Sean, Jason, and Will are still going to own the show and they're still going to control the editorial material that you hear on the show. But SiriusXM is buying special privileges, like the right to publish new episodes first on SiriusXM. But the most important privilege of all, what is it, Jack? The right to sell ads on that Smartless show to Smartless's huge audience. Yeah, if you had to sum up the latest podcast deals, here's what it is. SiriusXM has basically bought all the ad space on the show and is now going to sell it. SiriusXM has a team of ad salespeople who are talking to big brands and saying, do you want to have an ad in the Smartless show? And for that right, SiriusXM is paying Smartless a minimum of $100 million over three years. But Sirius hopes to sell more than $100 million in ads because that will be their profit. Add it all up. And this Sirius Smartless deal is the biggest deal in podcasting since Joe Rogan and Spotify. It's the biggest deal since Bob Loblaw's Loblock. <laughs> so, Jack, what's the takeaway for our trio of bodies over at Smartless? Content is king, but distribution is the duchess. Yeah, it is. Without good content, you can't create a media company. Content is the hardest part of media. But growth of that content depends on distribution. That's how you reach new listeners. And that's the real reason Smartless is switching from Amazon to SiriusXM. SiriusXM has 34 million users who are mainly listening in the car with their satellite radio. Now SiriusXM will introduce Smartless to all those new XM listeners. They're a radio audience, which could be new listeners who've never listened to the Smartless podcast. So for the Smartless co-hosts, the 100 million bucks is really nice. But the 34 million SiriusXM listeners... That's pretty nice, too. Content is king, but distribution is the duchess. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for Ceviche Wednesday? People doing dry January are switching out alcohol with cannabis. Call it January. Because people don't pause habits, they pivot them. For our second story, it's Alphabet and Microsoft. They both announced record results, thanks not to growth, but to cost cutting. Big Tech's realizing that it's easier to save a dollar than to earn a dollar. And our third and final story is SiriusXM. They snagged the Smartless podcast for $100 million in what was likely a minimum guarantee deal. Because content is king, but distribution is the duchess. But yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, in a surprise move, a judge just declared Tesla's unusual compensation package for Elon to be improper. The decision by the Delaware court nullifies a $55 billion stock bonus that Elon was awarded in 2018. Hey, big question. What happens next, Jack? We're not sure yet. But it's not good news for Elon, and it's not good news for Tesla. Second, Walmart has a new perk for Walmart managers. Walmart stock, shares of Walmart. Managers at Walmart can now earn up to $30 a year 
in stock bonuses. And finally, Tom Brady is merging his lifestyle brand, TB12, with apparel company, Noble. Tom Brady will become the number two shareholder of this health, nutrition, and apparel company, Noble. Uh, Jack, are you saying that Tom Brady's becoming a backup quarterback in his own company? Mm, as a former Division Three backup quarterback, Nick, <laughs> he's got good company. I, I think it's impressive. I think it's impressive, Jack. <laughs> backup quarterback? By the way, best job in sports. Ideal position. The jersey only gets dirty if you want it to. Now time for the best <laughs> fact yet. This one's sent in by Lisa Coyview from lovely Geneva, Illinois. This is a great one. We all love a good onesie. Onesies, like a onesie, a one-piece outfit. You wear it if you're a baby, you wear it if you're a skier, you wear it if you're like a buddy at Coachella. But did you know the term onesie? is actually trademarked. And the term onesie is trademarked and owned by Gerber, the baby food company. They have the trademark on the term onesie. And they're really nice, but they don't give that onesie out easily, Jack. Goo goo gaga, cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. You're looking fantastic today. And if you're watching Suits right now, odds are you're watching Suits right now. It turned the actress Meghan Markle into Princess Meghan Markle. If you haven't shared the show yet, tell your buddies H-Y-H-T-B-O-Y. That's how we grow the best one yet. Drop a link to this episode in your family text chain. If you know, you know. Nick and I, we'll see you tomorrow. Mr. Jack Kramer, you may now approach the bench. And before we go, a shout out to Yeti Keener Mong, who's going to be traveling to Japan next week on Saturday, February 10th. And you know what he's going to do, Jack? He's going to document whether T-Swift can make it from her concert in Tokyo to the Super Bowl in Vegas. All right. Keep us updated, Keener. We're paying attention. And next, happy birthday to Yeti Elizabeth M. over in New York City. And happy birthday to Kelly Hale, the most supportive partner ever who's celebrating in Jacksonville, Florida. And Dan Cohen's got a birthday and a new job over at Amazon. Happy birthday. Congratulations, Dan. And a huge shout out to Kelsey Black, who owns a wonderful bookstore in Austin, Texas. Get this, Nick. She's getting flown into Washington, D.C. to speak to lawmakers about small businesses. Absolutely unreal. Congratulations, Kelsey. And Pookie is looking absolutely amazing tonight. Enjoy the Waffle House. And to anyone else celebrating something today, make it a tea boy. Celebrate the wins. This is Jack. I own stock of Amazon, and Nick and I both own stock of Spotify. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. Nick and Jack here. I want to quickly tell you about the show, Business Wars. With the launch of ChatGPT, Sam Altman and OpenAI reinvigorated our imaginations and fears of a world with artificial intelligence. While the company looked like a stunning success from the outside, a battle was brewing within. Almost a year after launching ChatGPT, that battle erupted into a war when the company fired its charismatic CEO, Sam Altman. From Wondery, Business Wars is a podcast about the biggest corporate rivalries of all time. And in the newest season, host David Brown digs into the philosophical differences within OpenAI that culminated in Sam Altman's shocking firing and what it means for the future and safety of AI in the modern world. Follow Business Wars on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. And for more deep dive and daily business content, listen on Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, the best one yet, business movers, and many more. Wondery means business.